Welcome to episode 347 of the Doctor a Day, the Doctor Who podcast. My name is David, and I'm here with my wife, Ginger. Hello. Today we're going to talk about episode 2 of The Sunmakers. That's when we last left the Doctor, he was trying to use the forged um, card in the money machine, and the gas starts coming in, and, and we see him trying to look through the gas to over to Cordo, who's still in the hallway, and the doctor collapses inside the, um, inside the booth. Cordo turns to run for help, but then he sees guards coming, and they bring a gurney down the hallways, and they cart the doctor off. Mandrill, um, meanwhile, tells Leva that the her doctor and Cordo better hurry up because they're almost out of time. And you know what? Uh, they run out of time. He was going to kill her. And she, and, uh, he's, she says, well, I, I'll kill you first. I'll, you know, you touch me and I'll see who's skinned. So. Gather Hade um, visits what appears to be like the main accountant, um, a little man who's um, continually working <clears throat> numbers and working like on a calculator, and we hear the digital beeping of um, calculating machines in the background and. head down over his machines and is uh, very irritated at being interrupted. But Hade says that how there's uh, armed insurgents, uh, rebels, that he needs to have more people to attack. The doctor awakens in a straitjacket on a cot in a large room and finds he's not alone. There's another prisoner there who informs him that, oh, don't try to speak yet. The gas they use affects your vocal cords and, you know, tries to guide him. And uh, we learn he's named Bisham. And he tries to, he tells the doctor that he's in the correction center and um, that he should not try to strain him, not strain himself. The mandrel then says to Leela that, oh, now your time is up. Um, and she says, well, if you're going to kill me, then fight me yourself. And nobody wants to to fight with her. Even mandrel's own people say, oh, no, maybe you should wait, because they're afraid of her. Um, so there is a fight that ensues. She and mandrel are fighting, and Cordo comes down up to the top of the stairs and calls down to them and tells them that the doctor was arrested. Her card must have been faulty and he, um, they say, join in and say, oh, well, he's been taken, he'll be in the, con the correction center then. The doctor talks to Bisham as he hops around um, in his straitjacket looking around there their cell area, and there's some panels on the wall with some slider controls. 
and he's uh, playing around with some other canisters over there while the whole time Bisham is uh, talking to him about how he got in there. So he was just curious. He, he works in making a chemical compound, like a PCM. And he was curious about these other tablets that were meant for the, the higher-ups, the gatherers and, and such. And he tried one and he felt great. And, but because he did that, he was got thrown in the correction center. And normally he creates this other product that's made for the masses, the populace. The Dutch says, well, no, it doesn't only do this. It, it's a compound that induces anxiety. Um, Hade uh, wants more men to search the tunnels, but um, for the rebels. And he works out a deal with the main accountant guy um, for a increase in a certain type of tax in order to pay the company back in order to, for him to have more men allotted to him. So he strikes a deal. Leela wants to try wants to recruit some of Mandrill's men to go with her to free the doctor to the correction center. And uh, no one wants to go with her. Um, they say, oh, well, the, the correction center, it's under the palace of the gatherer himself. Um, and Leela tells Mandrill that he is nothing. He's no man. He, he may live because he's too afraid to go um, help her, but he'll live without honor. And again, she asks, and no one else will go with her. And she says, well, I'll go by myself. But Cordo steps up and says that, you know, he may not be able to fight, but he'll at least go with her. And he knows the way. They set off. Bisham tells more about this um, vapor system that the PCM uh, chemical is dispersed with. Uh the doctor and Bisham are both stretched out on their cots in their straitjacket still, and a technician comes in and fits a weird-looking helmet on Bisham and then over to the doctor, and Bisham says that's to correct them. You know, once this treatment happens, we might not remember very much, but it was nice talking to you while you were here. Uh, the doctor tells the technician, you know, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I wouldn't touch that if I were you. He says, what, is he deaf? Because the technician reaches up to touch one of the slider controls and it shorts out and electrocutes him and there's a flash explosion within the wall. And the doctor's well, maybe he really was deaf. Well, Hade has... Um, consulted with Marin, Marin, his assistant, and he says, wants her to go and get the doctor, tell, says to let him go. He wants him brought in to question him. Lita and Cordo run into K-9 in the, um, in the hallways. Um, they go off with K-9 as well as their helper. The, uh, 
technicians are back in the correction center uh, working to fix the machine that the doctor had sabotaged. Um, and uh, Marn comes in to fetch the doctor and takes him up to gather a hade. Leela and Cordo are in the corridor and they're approaching the entrance to the correction center and she says, I feel fear. It's kind of strange, you know. And K9 tells her, well, there's nothing, you know, nothing to fear. There's something in the air. So she says, okay, well, this so they continue on. Hade greets the doctor and is very magnanimous self saying, oh, no, I'm here's your card and here's the, the, the money you were trying to take out and it was all such a, a big mistake and um, he says something to, to air his computer and the doctor fills in to forgive is fine and they have a laugh over it and they're talking amongst themselves. K9 and Leela and Cordo come upon a guard at the door so they get K9 to stun him. The doctor and Hade are seemingly becoming very friendly. He's offering him raspberry leaves to the doctor. He says, oh, you really should stay in Macropolis 1 and, and explore. It's the oldest city on Pluto, you know. And he says, oh, no, okay, well, nice to meet you. Go on your merry way. And they, they watch him leave, but they're tracking him in his movements. K9 is also tracking the doctor, and he discovers um, a doorway where the doctor had been. So they, they go in, and it's the cell where Bisham is. Um, there's a guard who, or there's a technician ready to um, run the treatment on Bisham, and she shoots the uh, technician and then frees Bisham from his headgear. And she says, well, I told the doctor was brought here. So, well, he was, but they freed him, and they took him to the gatherer, and um, she asked if he is well enough to, to walk, and so they take Bisham with them as well. So the doctor is heading back to the Undercity. Um, Marin is concerned that they can't track him there, but Hade says that um, he's not bothered because he has reinforcements ready and um, he'll just wait for the doctor to come back out again and free the others and he has people ready to go into some other ductwork and other places to, to capture everyone. The doctor returns and interrupts the uh, Mandrill and his men and his people having their meager digs for dinner and gives them the money and Mandrill says, well, the gatherer just doesn't give people money. So someone tells him that Leela went after him and she'd heard he'd been imprisoned. Mandrill turns the, the money against the doctor and thinks that the doctor is a spy for the gatherer and threatens him. Leela and Cordo and um, Bisham are heading off uh, to try to get through to find the doctor. Canines identified another room the doctor had gone into, which is the, um, I believe, the room to see the gatherer. But they 
Cordo says he thinks he has another another way they can get around there. So they go head off in another direction, and there's a I can't really say a roadblock, but a hall block <laughs> um, set up to keep them out. So they run a different way, and before they can escape, they are seen by and they see a um, armored cart for the guards coming down there in their way, uh, in their direction, headed their way, and we end. So, um, uh, I'd, I'd say we have things happen, but we're not really very far, much farther along. No, there's, this is really a running around episode. Yeah. Um, the chickens with their heads cut off yes. episode. Yes, the doctor gets out of captivity and is heading back, and they think he's in captivity, and they're heading towards finding him, so this kind of cross-purpose um, thing happens, which just seems to take up a lot of time. Um, Gather Hade has... Um, Enlisted some support by was his name Hydrain. Um, and uh, so we we have another element to his threat, I guess. More people. So yeah, like you said, a lot of running around. Um, and this. Uh, false friendship from Hade um, letting the doctor go um, I'm surprised the doctor doesn't see I, I think he does oh Maybe he does he sees more into it because you know that because of the um, his comment about uh, when he offers him a humbug oh. as he's leaving his humbug is obviously a fraud or a fake Mm-hmm. And uh, in response to him giving him the raspberry leaves, as he's, the doctor goes, he gives him a jelly baby. Or uh, offers he, him He a offers him a humbug. It's actually a jelly baby. A jelly as opposed to the time he offered a jelly baby, but it was actually a all licorice sort. all sort. So get your candy straight. Great. There are a couple funny things um, well one thing I said before we started is that um, you'd said before I think with some other posts that they're in a world with, that's concerned with de death and taxes mm -hmm. um, I said it's fitting that we're doing this in the month of April because for at least for us here tax day are due by April 15th so you know, we're in the tax month yeah So it's appropriate. Um, a, a couple funny things. Well, of course, K9 is just funny in how he's, he's inept in many ways as a robot. I don't deny that. But as you can really see it here when they're going down the hallways and you hear this motor just really struggling for, <laughs> to keep up with the people that are just 
slowly walking. <laughs> Poor thing. Um, and then they have to run down another hallway as they're getting away from these guards. And it's like, careful, don't outrun him. He's tr- he's trying to keep up. I don't think they can help but outrun him. <laughs> the vacuum has more power and more propulsion. Yeah. Poor doggy. Um, there's a couple funny things with the doctor. He's, you know, as he's in a straight jacket, tells the tech, well, you shouldn't do that if I were you, you know. And pull the, the controls because he's rigged him, you know. Um, and uh, just that kind of thing that just lightens the, mm-hmm. the situation. Um, and at one point he, s- he says, does he say to, I think, uh, yeah, to the technician, something about not liking a straight jacket. He likes jackets with lots of pockets. <laughs> Of course he does. <laughs> Everybody needs pockets. <laughs> well, in our first episode, we mentioned the um, the works that some of this was based on. You know, we had the 1984 and Brave New World, H.G. Wells, and uh, another parallel parallel ripoff to um, Brave New World anyway is the um, there's talk about the PCM the vapor that they have in the air to get the um, have the workers in this anxiety state um, or this sense of fear um, to get them to work harder Uh, in Brave New World they gave the workers a drug called Soma to actually mm-hmm. keep them happy instead. So kind of similar, but a little different. Instead of keeping them in an anxious state to work harder, it just kept them in a happy state to not question anything. That seems to, that idea seems to come up a lot in mm. futuristic sort of literature. Especially, you know, that sort of science fiction where they're telling a political story. Mm-hmm. Don't they do something? They they do they use uh, brainwashing techniques in Clockwork Orange, the movie at least. Mm-hmm. For example, I don't know about the book. I've never been able to get I, through I it. I fit me either. Um, yes, they do. Um, as far as I know, I think that was in the book too. Even though I didn't make it through it either. Yeah, um, it probably was. Yeah. But that sort of mind altering yeah, they have the, the thing comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. Whether it's brainwashing or some type of drug induced drug in, in induced um, states, altered states, or even whether it's mechanically um, induced, like the brain uh, the treatment that. Um, conditioning that Winston goes through in 1984. Mm, mm-hmm. And then, of course, as another parallel to Brave New World, we have Leela the Savage. Kind 
just after all. It's like the, there's this very big mishmash of these <clears throat> these three, four um, apocalyptic, futuristic novels um, into this time travel story. I'm not quite sure how it all works yet, though. I don't think it's a really bad story, but I certainly am not enjoying it so much. And I'm not sure if it's because I just don't really like that type of fiction. It could be. I, For me, it's more... The story's okay, but then you've got the political stuff that just bores me anyway. Socioeconomic. And this episode is all running around. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially... A waste of time because very almost nothing happens other than the doctor meets the collector or excuse me the gatherer and and we see the collector yeah we see the collector but we 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 don't know what his purpose is really no he seems to no other than he seems to be more in charge than the gatherer is yeah I don't know, is the collector the, I don't know, is the collector, gatherer, workers, sounds a lot like a hive. Could be. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't think I have a whole lot else. You? There were a couple of instances in this of low production value, let's say. <laughs> Prop failures? <laughs> Prop failures, set failures, uh, crew failures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a scene where they're walking down a set of stairs and the material covering the stairs has some tears in it so it gets a little ragged oh i didn't see that one uh the in one scene there are three or four mistakes you get the camera running into something you get a mic in shot and the actor beneath it looking at it (laughs) and you get what was the other thing that happened can't remember now. Was the scene in the, the correction cellar? No. Okay, that's This was I, with Leela and the group when she's... Oh, when she's fighting. Uh, either right before... It might have been that part. Yeah. It might have been when she was trying to get people to come with her. There was one other mistake in there. Oh. That's, that's pretty now. bad. I was thinking of the uh, couple other ones where the the technician pulls the the slider controls down the wall and, and the one and then the second one and that's the one the doctor is rigged so that um, 
there's this weird kind of a electrical outline of his body mm-hmm. as he's holding onto the the handle of the slide, which isn't too bad. But then as he falls to the ground, he knocks the slide out of oh, his yeah. runner. <laughs> so yeah. he almost pulls it off the wall. And then there's the explosion corresponding to the electrical charge that he got. And you see through the slide, the holes of the, the slits in the wall, you see the flashes behind it. That's, that was not ideal, uh, prop-wise. Um, the little weird helmets they put on them were kind of cool, though. They kind of reminded me of those uh, night vision helmets or goggles that you see in some video games and yeah kind of ornate look looking with rubber and brass and some other light on top and i could i could see that at um, the next comic con with in the steampunk section you know <laughs> they have those old-fashioned goggles and stuff you know yeah they, they could have some kind of you know twisted brain um helmet device there for that um so that wasn't too bad. Uh, it was kind of interesting looking things, anyway. Maybe that's where all the money went. That and the colorful straight jackets, because <laughs> what the doctors is blue, yep. or like a light blue. Um, looks like it was made out of sheep, <laughs> not a real straight jacket. Um, you think they could just borrow some of those from wardrobe? You know, BBC wardrobe. I'm sure they'd have. Some better looking straight jackets. Um, the other uh, low production I was thinking of was when they they come to collect the doctor out of the the, um, the booth that he's collapsed in, yeah. and they make a point in the notes to say how there's an uh, extra on the side that after you watch him standing there waiting for his cue, and then oh, he gets it, and then he goes and just presses a button. Yeah, which you get- you almost see him nod at the director for giving him the cue. Like, oh yeah, I gotta turn around and do that. And that's exactly how his body language is and how his motions are. Oh yeah, I gotta remember it. I have to turn around now and press this button. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't pay him very much. Hopefully they didn't pay him very much. Scale, you know, yeah, whatever, because really. you know, he doesn't even speak. So, and it really wasn't that necessary either. <laughs> anyway, anything else? I don't think so. Well, maybe we'll have a little more happen than just this misunderstanding and misdirection. So should we talk about a ending? Sure. I can't even call it, call it a cliffhanger. Because <laughs> there's nothing that suspenseful that happens that no. would denote a cliffhanger. They're it's driving down the hall. In mm. this kind of a modified golf cart? Yeah. It looks like it's padding, although I think it's supposed to be armored. 
Maybe. I, I was being nice by it's saying like a padded a, cow catcher and, and yeah. on the front. <laughs> I, I was trying to be nice and say it was armored, but it really looked more like padding. <laughs> Yellow padding with a couple guards driving it down the hall. And, oh, wait, it's too late. They've seen us. So they just stand there and you get a close-up of Leela as she sees the cart coming towards them. And then the music comes up and we end. It's like, really? They couldn't have, you know, threatened to shoot her or something first? Like from the from the armored cart? So, there they are! Shoot! <laughs> they raise a weapon? Something. No, they're just doodling along down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> so there's really no suspense value. Except they've been seen. Will they be arrested? Will they just run over them over like a little speed bump or something? Will K-9 expend all of his battery pack by stunning <laughs> the the cart so that they have a blowout on one of their tires? Probably. I mean. <laughs> that might be too much to ask of him. He's already stunned one guard. Yeah. And we heard how much his little motor was having He's got work, like a 9-volt so. battery. Yeah. Not nine volt. I mean the um, what were they like the twelve? Or you're talking about a lantern battery? No, I was thinking of the the little, um, like the Barbie Jeep thing. You know, the like the little two year old can ride in mm-hmm. those little vehicles. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. My nephew had a little, not the Barbie Jeep. He had a little fire, you know, fire rescue Jeep or something. But, you know, they had the boy version, the girl versions of those little vehicles, and they'd run it down the hallway to the bedroom, you know. But that's what it sounded like was K-9's motor. So I think it was like a 12, 16-volt um, little battery that went in it, I think. <laughs> it lasted probably about as long as K-9. <laughs> like half an hour, and he'd be <laughs> barely making it across the floor. charge for like eight hours <laughs> <laughs> okay I think I'm done now <laughs> okay anything else no alright <laughs> join us tomorrow when we talk about episode three of the Sunmakers <laughs> nothing ominous about that we still don't know why they're called Sunmakers no there's couple of sun symbols that we see. And we know they've got multiple suns. Yes. That's about it. Yeah, that's the only reason why. So anyway. Far. Maybe we'll find out tomorrow. Join us then and thank you for listening.